Come on. Picture me rolling in my 1985 Cutlass Sierra. Man, that car was freaking amazing. It was amazing. The year was 1994. My 16th year on the planet. And where I'm where I'm from, you get your permit when you're 15. And then on the day of your 16th birthday, you go and you get your driver's license. And that's exactly what I did. And that, uh, that Cutlass Sierra, it was the silver silver car it was rusted out <laughs> but but it was freaking great because it was my car i mean you know the the world opens up to you you know in ways uh that it hadn't since you first got on a bike and transportation was was available to you you could travel great distances so i've got this 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 amazing car so that was the first car my first car is 1985 Cutlass Sierra. This bench seat. I used to joke and kid around that that it was like sitting on a on the couch and watching a TV show about driving. Such a such a smooth ride was was the Cutlass Sierra. Now fast forward to uh, to today, and uh, I am rolling in a 2015 Toyota Prius. And I'm talking about it right now today because I this the, the car just got paid off today, so that, that's that was pretty cool. Uh, I did manage to pay off my last car as well, uh, and I'll I'll, I'll I'll go through that because it's it's all worth the conversation. But uh, thrilled to to no longer have a car payment. That's always a always a super cool thing, and. You know, if you look at the the numbers and the statistics and the buying behavior, so many of us, once we pay off a car, that's when we go buy a new one, and that's not what I am going to do. It's 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 interesting and unique because we've gone through the last three months essentially not really driving a lot, so I've not not missed driving. I've not been been commuting uh, and all that stuff. We've been working virtually, so. My thought is that we're going to hang on to uh, hang on to the Prius for 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 the foreseeable future. So, but I digress. Let me let me back up here. So, 1985 Cutlass Sierra, and that that was a great car, and it eventually died. And then uh, my family we got a. Unfortunately, I don't know the year. It was a 1980s as a Honda Accord or something like that, which was also a very nice car. I can give Honda a testimonial here that uh, apparently you don't need to change the oil in a Honda Accord. And because I don't recall ever changing the oil <laughs> in that car, and 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 it still ran great. Um, and we're talking about intense conditions in Duluth, Minnesota. Man, super cold and snow, and and asking a lot of 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 a vehicle. And again, I don't recall changing the oil on that. Which, whatever, it it, it is what it is. I'm just being honest. Then after college, uh, I drove uh, some 90s version of a Mercury Mystique for a short amount of time. And uh, there might be a theme here. I, I did do proper maintenance on that automobile. Just so happened that it did start on fire while I was driving it. Literal literal barbecue happened, and that was uh, an electronic issue is what I'm told. But that was certainly an experience driving in the summertime in Phoenix and having smoke start coming through the AC vents instead of just cool air. 
pulling over and uh, having the surreal experience of watching the fire department hammer on the uh, the hood of my car with an axe to uh, to put it out and then wondering what in the world do I do now. From there, I had a, uh, a 2000 Ford F-150. My uncle uh, was in the construction business and I bought one of his... Uh, one of his 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 trucks from him, and that was an awesome experience. I loved driving pickup trucks for 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 several years, um, and certainly Ford F one fifty. It was it was awesome. But after a couple of years of that, George was uh I was, I was what, twenty four twenty five years old, and that just wasn't getting the job done. It was time for, for young me. To uh, to get into something a little fancier, so I bought a 2003 used BMW 3 Series, which is uh, just an amazing automobile and the perfect cliche for somebody in my situation at that time <laughs> was to buy a BMW 3 Series and uh, had that for for a number of years until I bought a a brand new 2007. BMW 3 Series. And looking back on that, gosh, that was one of the dumbest things I've ever done in my whole life, right? Sure, doing just fine financially, you know, doing what I was doing, but did I really need a $1,000 car payment? Apparently, I thought that I did. Um, from there, uh, the next vehicle that I got was a 2010 Jeep Wrangler. So, lots of swings here. Lots of lots 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 of vehicle swings. At that time, I had met Emily, my my now wife, and we were living in California, and really wanted a convertible. And Jeeps were super cool, and always have been cool. And thought, well, that's probably an awesome vehicle, and and it was. So we drove the Jeep for five years until uh, until the until the Prius, and missed the Jeep every day. Ended up paying that one off too, and it was an awesome vehicle. Never had a problem with it. Uh, so much enjoyment out of that. So definitely an advocate of Jeeps as well. And then the motivation behind the Prius um, was I got an opportunity to to work with um, to work with a, a a company that had uh, tons of locations all over Arizona and California and Nevada. And I thought, well, I could fly everywhere, or I could buy a Toyota Prius and drive everywhere. And that's that's the decision that I made. Um, and that was while it was a short-lived opportunity with that company, I have been driving that Prius for, for the last five years. So anyway, so that's, that is my progression from 1978 to 1994. I was not driving until I was turned loose on the American streets. And then up until today from 85 till 2020, that was, that's been my experience. So those are the cars. So my question to you is, why do you drive the car that you drive? Why do you do it? And there's a million different ways to answer that question, right? Could be because you you drive a you drive a minivan and it's purely functional, or maybe you drive um, one of the safest cars in the market. You 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 researched and you 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 wanted the best safety features. Maybe you've been driving a car that has two hundred thousand miles on it. It's been paid off forever, and you love not having a payment. Or maybe you're leasing an Escalade. Maybe you're driving a Ferrari. Who knows? 
But what is the motivation for why it is that we drive the cars that we drive? And I can just speak to, 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 to me. That's all that I can do is talk about me through this process, right? I can tell you where I was at in, 20, in 2003 when I bought a BMW and I, I drove them for, for, I guess, looks like seven years. And I can tell you where I'm at you know, today. So very different seasons of life and and, and, and different times of lives. And, and, and it's all good. Um, I guess really what's important here is because this is a personal finance podcast is talking about the money behind these, 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 these decisions that we make. And, you know, the, the, the big categories are your, 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 your living situation, your transportation. Um, and if you're making bad decisions in those areas, it's really going to bleed over and mess up everything else. And so, what is the motivation for why you drove the the cars that you're driving? For me, in 2003, I wanted to I wanted to make myself as attractive as I possibly could from my perspective to to women. I wanted to to uh, to to date and and be a social guy, and I wanted to wanted to meet women. And in my mind at that time, I thought, well, what a better way to do that? What better way to to peacock? And to, to signal to the world that I was a successful person, an attractive, successful person. So that was that was my motivation. Now don't get me wrong. When you drive a car like that, it's freaking awesome. It is super fun to drive a car like that. And I get that too. So I'm not making any judgments on it one way or another. I'm not judging my 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 twenty year old self or whatever. Uh, that's just why I was doing it. It was yeah, fun, but it was more ego than anything else. It was, it, it, it was, it was, it was peacocking. It was thinking that I was making myself attractive to the opposite sex. That's that's why I did it. Um, and but it, but again, super super fun to drive. So, really, what's what's really going on here was I was trying to impress other people, and so many of us. This is not news to to you, but so many of us when we are not wealthy. We are not doing great financially. Want to signal the opposite, right? We want to signal that, in fact, we are wealthy. And in 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 Phoenix and Scottsdale, there's this uh, cliche uh, saying calling people thirty thousand dollar millionaires, thirty thousand dollar millionaires, because they make thirty thousand dollars a year. But they reflect in social media and their lifestyle, their automobile, their 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 clothes that that they're millionaires. But you look at some of the richest people in the actual world, guys like Warren Buffett and Steve Ballmer, and really from the Millionaire Next Door, that, that, that book that got written some time ago, they drive paid-off cars. Warren Buffett's you know driven a paid-off car forever, Steve Ballmer, the same. Uh, and so they do the opposite. They are extremely wealthy and feel no need to signal to the world their affluence through an automobile. So I think purely it's more functional, it's more practical than anything else. So it's you know it's just funny, right? It's that inverse relationship between what young people do, maybe what all people do, uh, when they are signaling to the world that that they're successful when in fact that they are not, or it's just a pure ego play. There's so many different reasons why it is that we act the way that we do we present ourselves the way that we do. And now here I am, you know, 41 years old, 
wife, two kids, um, just in a totally different place. And I do not feel the need to to express myself through a, a fancy automobile. Do I miss the way that, that a fancy automobile drives? I do, for sure. Do I miss putting be able to put the top down on the Jeep? I 100% miss that. Um, so am I never going to do that again? Am I going to keep the Prius for the rest of my life? Probably not. That's just, just where I'm at. So I, I wanted to share that with you. I was having a conversation um, earlier this week with a gentleman named Brian Bogert. and He's going to be showing up on the podcast here in a couple of weeks. And he was talking about how we need to be embracing pain to avoid suffering. And I thought that was awesome. Still think that it is. Embrace pain to avoid suffering. So a couple of quick examples about that are you're going to get up at 5 in the morning or whatever time. It's painful. It hurts because you want to be healthy. So you get up and you exercise. You put your shoes on. You go to the gym. You work out to avoid suffering of later in life not being a healthy person. You have the uncomfortable conversations with with your spouse or your kids. You have them. You take it head on because you do not want these problems to linger. Something's bugging you. You talk about it because you do not want to have a, a terrible relationship with your loved ones. And so this is kind of like that, having a paid off car or buying a car that's within your means versus buying one that's 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 with that's outside of your means. It's sort of like that, but it's different. This is a delaying your gratification conversation, right? Even if you could rationalize buying a really expensive automobile, should you do that? Because the choices that we make with how we allocate our resources, are obviously we're, we're we're choosing to to do one thing over another. And so, not necessarily embracing pain to avoid suffering, but delaying the gratification and making sure that that <laughs> that the way that you are allocating these resources is in fact in line with what's most important to you. So, always going back to that. Always going back to that. So, you picture me rolling in my Toyota Prius down the street, and you do your part. By doing your best. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money. Getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.